my voice is on recording and drops like eight octaves. And you're just, just talking. Into deep I just voice. want to talk like this you're the entire time. Deep voice. Anyways, now that I've dropped 47, 48 points, not even done with the third yeah, quarter. You're still not 32 and 0, buddy. <sighs> you're not 32 and 0. That was your score. It was 32 to 0. Thanks for tuning in to the Wild Youth Podcast. Tune in weekly to hear more about real life topics that help you grow closer to Jesus. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. All right. Welcome to the Wild Youth Podcast. My name is Levi. Mm -hmm. I'm the kids pastor here at Eternity. And uh, welcome. Welcome. I don't know if that's how we're starting. I like it. Okay. I'm Clara. I run social at Eternity. And I'm Jackson Lutz. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Also the church intern. Yes. Yes. We love Jackson. <laughs> okay, today we are talking about the question, why is God punishing me? Or Which is, so is God punishing me? Does God punish us? Woof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. I feel like uh, I hear this question a lot from from you guys, from students. Maybe not in this format. It might be like, oh, I did this bad thing and now I feel like God hates me or God is doing, (laughs) God is making me deal with my consequences now or, you know. So mean of him. Oh gosh. How dare he put boundaries in your life to make your life better. What? Anyway, so. um, Well, to answer your question of why is God punishing us? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that he's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a bold take or not. I have no idea. Love it. But I mean, I I would agree with you on that. Okay, yeah. good. I don't think it's a hot take. It's it's not punishing, and I think that Claire, we were talking before this. You said uh, a different. There's a difference between punishment and consequences, mm-hmm. um, and I totally agree with that. And we can dive yeah. deeper into that. But what I was thinking of before this was there's a difference between punishment and discipline. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So I like that. Mm-hmm. So these things might be happening to you mm-hmm. and it might be from God, but it might not be punishment. Yeah. It might be discipline. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. so I have a couple of scriptures that go along with this. Love that. Um, well, but first I want to give the definitions of what punishment are and what discipline is punishment is suffering pain or loss that serves as retribution what's Uh, retribution mean? that's a great question (laughs) um i think it's like because of something that you did and then discipline is to train or develop by instruction and exercise Mm, to train or develop i like that okay i don't Retribution means punishment inflicted on someone as vengeance for a wrong or criminal act. Okay. So because you did something that was wrong, you are getting um, punished, suffering, pain, or loss because of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, God is not a God of um, hate or mm-hmm. punishment. He's a God of love and mm-hmm. grace. Um, and then it says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 11 and 12, my son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Revelation th- chapter 3 verse 19 says, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline, so be earnest and repent. Mm. And my favorite of the three that I have is Hebrews twelve eleven, which is no discipline seems pleasant at the time, mm. but painful. 
Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and of peace for those who have been trained by it. Yeah, that's good. That ties into November and December sermon series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the youth leaders that may or may not have been there, what were those about? Yeah, um, November was all about peace. Mm-hmm. Um, accessing peace, choose peace. That's yeah. why the hoodies are, right. the, the merch is choose peace. Yep. Um, and like all the ways of like, how do I access that? And like, who gives me that? And like, who is peace? Jesus, obviously, mm-hmm. you Prince know? Peace. Yeah. Um, and then December, I feel show like, me the way. Mm-hmm, yeah, like, especially the last week of December, I feel like that ties into what Connor was just talking about. Um, hold on, let me reach in my brain while I, <laughs> you know, when you're like listening to a sermon and all of the thoughts are going through your brain of all mm-hmm. the conversations that you've had with God recently. And you're like, mm. oh God, that's so cool. Yeah. Thanks for reteaching that to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then it doesn't actually relate with what other people are talking about. Right, <laughs> right. That's what just happened to nice. me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but I, I don't think God punishes. I think he disciplines. And when you're receiving it, it can be hard to see it as discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later on, mm-hmm. You can see that, oh, God wasn't punishing me. So in your eyes, what would be the biggest difference then between uh, discipline and punishment? Because some, some people, especially growing up, like mm-hmm. getting spanked, I felt like that might have been a punishment. But I know they were disciplining mm, me. That's it, a good question. I think it totally depends on the heart posture the person's doing it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because specifically with spanking, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a reason I brought this up, by the way. Okay. Um, the person who's doing it, if their heart is at all in a anger, it's totally punishment and it's not discipline. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it's in a, you need to like learn that. I don't, I don't even know if you, whatever you did that was wrong. You can never do that again. Right. Yeah. And that's the heart behind it. Mm-hmm then then I see that as discipline. I also think in the way that we're talking about it right now is very like uh, like parent to children. Yep. Mm-hmm. But like if we are, okay, let's say you're trying to, mm, should I use a gym analogy when I don't go to the gym? Uh, Do it. Okay. If you are trying to be, I'm going to use a yoga analogy. Will I get in trouble for yoga? I don't know. Okay, anyway. Okay, I like doing yoga. I choose yoga over the gym because I just like it better. So if I am, if I tell myself like I want to do yoga every single day in the month of January, and then I'm doing it, that discipline might hurt. It might feel bad, like mm-hmm. you know, in that month of January. Towards the end of January, I'll probably be, you know, like I'll feel better about that because I was disciplined. Yeah. But the the like my muscles hurting and like not wanting to wake up early isn't punishment. Right. right. You know? So like in that sense, they're different. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how it would be. I like where you're going with that. Yeah. Um, something that that just actually reminded me of was, uh, at our weekly staff meeting, mm-hmm. uh, we have a time of prayer. Yeah. Um, and one thing that pastor Aaron prayed over was mm-hmm. very gym analogy. Yes. Uh, yeah, but he, he kept talking about, um, like, 
like how growth we there, there's there's growth pains when you're in the gym the lactic yeah. acid inside mm-hmm. your muscles it breaks down and it makes you stronger and it, yeah. it, like it, it makes you healthier um but yeah i i do agree that like it is um it's a necessary pain yeah to be able to move forward better and grow from mm-hmm. your mistakes yeah. yeah i like that i want to use a real a couple of like real examples of like either when I have asked myself this question, like, is God punishing me? Or mm-hmm. as we have heard like students or have you, have you ever asked yourself this question before Jackson? It's Honestly okay. not. Okay. Yeah. Not that I can remember. That's good. I love that you haven't. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I no, wish well, I had it. <laughs> um, okay. The situation in my life where I have asked myself, is God punishing me is, because I had sex before I was married mm-hmm. and like those are consequences. So like if you, if you right. actively sin, I knew it was wrong. I actively sinned and then I had consequences because of it. And I think mm-hmm. because our, like as humans, like our, like God intended for us to only have sex with the person who we are married to. Right. So if we're going to do that with someone else, we're going to feel we're going to feel consequences for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, and I've realized this like over the years, but a lot of the times when I'm asking myself, like, uh, is God punishing me because of what I did in the past? It's me just like being confused yeah. with the consequences that I am, was dealing with or am dealing with yeah. or, you know, whatever. But also I think this hits hard with a lot of people because there's always emotion mm-hmm. connected with it like yeah. anything that's emotional like is just can be confusing or there's yeah. a lot more things tied to it i think that's why we fight about like really politically charged things because there's yeah. a lot of emotion behind them mm-hmm. so i don't think we can have this conversation without talking about emotion as well so right yeah Okay, actually, I do want to talk about, uh, this might get really deep, but um, the sins of your father. Okay, so, like, I think a lot of people can look at situations. Like, um, if you grew up in a rough upbringing, Mm -hmm. like, maybe your parents are divorced, or maybe one of your parents made poor choices, or both of your parents made poor choices, or you didn't have a lot of money or like, you know, a list of whatever, whatever whatever your situation is. Yeah, exactly. Um, if that continues generationally to happen, I think it can be easy to be like, Oh God is punishing me for the generations of whatever is happening. I don't know how to, it's hard to explain this when you know the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know that, like, these are all just, like, active decisions that people are making. Right. right. <laughs> which turn into consequences, mm-hmm. which then if you teach the next generation those consequences, or the next generation those... Those things you know, to do. Those yeah. Actions, yeah. They are going to just keep turning into consequences or, right. you know, whatever. Well, and it's easiest not to blame yourself, but to blame your parents or to blame mm-hmm. God even. Yeah. For yeah. Blame, your, blame your situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but the Bible talks about the sins of your father. So now what? <laughs> what does it say? I don't know. Mm. Hold on. So this is really funny. This is why you should read the Bible before you say things. Um, <laughs> That's good. Uh, okay. This is just one verse. Um, I don't have Can you any... read the verses around it? I would say, do you want to take it out of context? Yeah. Yeah, that I... That's always a... 
Okay, also this is in the Old Testament. (laughs) So like... What does that mean? That doesn't mean that the Old Testament is not relevant. Okay. But it... But... All scripture is what? Living? Is that what you're trying to get me to say? No. But... What were you trying to get me to say? The the all scripture is useful for... Oh, yeah. Teaching Teaching and... and, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You say rebuke. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Okay. Hey, rebuke. Come on now. (laughs) That's a hot take. Okay, this is Ezekiel um, chapter 18. The actual verse is verse 20, but I don't know where. I'm just going to start at 19. We'll just okay. go. Just do 19, 20, 21. Okay. Yet you say, why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father when the son has done what is just and right and has been careful to observe all my statutes, he shall surely live. This is 20. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. 21 is, but if a wicked person turns away from all the the sins that he has committed and keeps all my statute and does what is just and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. Well, nice. (laughs) That's actually very encouraging. Thanks, Ezekiel. (laughs) Um, Boom. (laughs) Yeah. That's all we needed. (laughs) Answers the whole entire question. Yeah. Yep. It's not yours. I actually do want to know, is that a thing that is in the Bible? A son, the, the sins of the father. Like, where did I get that from? Like, my mom has said that to me, but I'm like, where did my mom get it? Why don't I ask these questions? This is why you should ask questions. Right. I don't know. It, I have no idea where it comes from. It yeah. could be that it's just a lie that's been told mm-hmm. for forever. Well, you know, if... Mm-hmm. Your grandpa did it. Now your yeah. your dad did it. So you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm not. That's really interesting because mm-hmm. so my mom has said this, like the sins of your father's, mm-hmm. your father's father. She's always said that to me. And because she has said that to me, I have always tracked back and been like, oh, yeah, she's mm-hmm. right. Because there have just been like a lot of things that have happened specifically on my dad's side of the family that I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, and now Mm -hmm. my brother has to deal with, you know, he has to be the one who decides like, okay, I'm going to change for the, you know, whatever. But I just like made that up out of thin air. Right. Um, the sins of the father from a biblical perspective, uh, I've been reading a Bible study that's going Mm -hmm. through like the whole book of the Bible chronological order. Oh, that's cool. Um, and I, I'm either, Almost done or just finished First Kings, Second Kings, mm-hmm. First Chronicles, Second nice. Chronicles. Yeah. Um, but a, a lot of the end of those chapters, when they're finishing talking about the different kings, mm-hmm. it'll say, um, and uh, like they were buried with their fathers, or, or they weren't mm-hmm. buried with their fathers, and I'll make mm-hmm. it a point to say that they were separated. Mm-hmm. Or even like at the beginning, it'll say, like of, of a chapter with a new person who we haven't mm-hmm. seen before, right. like he carried on the sins of his oh. fathers, or like King Josiah, he changed the ways of his fathers. Like mm-hmm. it, it's um it, it is like your parents they mm-hmm. they show you an example in life mm-hmm. they they are the person that you are supposed to look up to and mm-hmm. when they lead you down the wrong mm-hmm. path it's it's hard to correct that for yourself yeah right. but the bible is giving you context mm-hmm. of what happened yeah. not saying because they carried on the sins then it's just always going to happen mm-hmm. huh and th- that's interesting here's another question here's yeah. a, here's a thought that i'm having right now yeah um so it says that love keeps no record of wrongs. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's one thing to be aware that somebody like let's say your father was in sin mm-hmm. but if you're not keeping a record of wrong that because that's what love is mm-hmm. then why and how mm-hmm. would you be carrying what they carried if you're not keeping record of the wrongs that they did mm. that's good i don't know i don't know how you how you mm-hmm. i mean maybe you're just like aware that it happened so you're like oh i'm gonna do it but if you're not mm-hmm. keeping record of wrong yeah then why are you worried about it yeah I don't know. I feel like um, that can be a rhetorical question because it's good to think about, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that thought. Yeah. Just thought of that right now. You're so smart. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Wasn't me. Here's what I think about the sins of your father. Um, They're not yours. So stop taking them. Mm -hmm. Now you should recognize the patterns. Like Mm -hmm. if, let's just for an example if your father was an alcoholic mm-hmm. like probably steer away from it probably don't like go wow. out every friday night drinking i wow. know it's it's a weird idea it's a yeah. weird concept but if you don't want to repeat those patterns in your life right. like don't yeah <laughs> exactly and if there's generational curses that are on your family mm-hmm. then um call it out in jesus name and mm-hmm be done with it gary has a really cool we love um, gary yeah gary's awesome he has a cool story i think gary is someone who probably like if you wanted to look at his situation as generational generational pain or whatever he has been uh the generation that decided i'm gonna break I'm going to ask God to break these chains yeah, that's off. That's awesome. Um, go Gary. Yeah. So go ask Gary his personal <laughs> testimony about that. Cause I don't know all the details, but I know, um, yeah, I know that's hard. I also feel like, um, Daniel and I are experiencing some of the, like, what feels like a burden of being a generation that is going to break chains mm-hmm. and it feels really heavy, like in, Absolutely. in the moment, like we're going to change something that maybe our family has never done in yeah, ever right. in the history of the Your whole lineage. Michael name or the Carlson name, mm. which is my maiden name. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that can feel really heavy, but I don't think the feeling the burden of having to do something good yeah. or like you're, I don't know, like even if you want to think of it as like, I'm blessed because I realize that I need to change something, mm-hmm. um, doesn't like, doesn't mean that God is punishing you. Like he's giving you like a chance, you know? I, say, I feel like if God is showing you something that you're doing wrong, that's called conviction yeah. and yeah. you should be grateful for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. That's um, good. Holy Spirit. I mean, if God's talking to you and telling you things, you should be grateful that God's talking to you and telling you things. Right. No matter if it's good or bad, it's from God and God is love. So it's got to be good for you. Something I also wrote down was that punishment lacks grace and mm-hmm. discipline comes from grace. Punishment lacks grace. Correct. And what? discipline comes from grace. Yeah. So that all goes back uh. to how you're talking about the heart posture right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's i mean good. i seriously i think that a ton a ton of things comes down to the heart posture you have behind it because mm-hmm. god cares about your heart um but the bible also says that your heart is the most deceitful thing yeah and yeah, so well. it's like whoa um <laughs> but 
if you're punishing somebody, mm. you have not given them grace yeah. mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Cause you're coming at it with anger and with pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you come from a discipline, mm-hmm. you are not thinking about yourself mm-hmm. because you want the other person to be trained and to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's a selfless thing Yeah. and you don't really want to discipline somebody if you're angry at them you are i think you already have to have been like forgiven them Mm -hmm. to be able to discipline them Mm, that's good Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah yeah i like that so okay because this topic is like such a huge topic and i was like this could get like really deep like obviously we're not going to be able to answer every single specific question that everyone has i might be able to (laughs) i don't think you would be able to probably not if you have all if you have a bunch of questions apparently you need to ask pastor levi to have coffee with you correct because he has all the answers correct (laughs) but um okay so i was just thinking through like ways that we could describe like ways that we could tackle this topic and the first the first like route that i wanted to go down is I'll just find a whole bunch of scripture that talks about how much God loves us. Because if we're like, if you know, there's so much scripture that is explaining like God literally like knit you together inside of your mother's womb before, like before you were born, he loved you. He cared about you. And he's like intricately weaving who you are as a human, you know? Um, So if God loves you that much, why would he like find joy in punishing you because i think that's in that sentence of like why is god punishing me you're implying that like god is happy i feel like i don't know isn't there a sense of i agree with that yeah so like i think that immediately when we know all the things that god does to love us and protect us i mean he literally sent his son to die for us so that we could live life with him right why would he then be like, haha, I'm going to punish Psych. this person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that was like my first thought process for that. Yeah. I think that when somebody is thinking and asking themselves the question of why is God punishing me? Mm-hmm. I think that they themselves are in a place of hurt and of anger at themselves because of something that they did or mm-hmm. the situation that they're in. And they're not, they're focused on the situation rather than who God is um, because God is love. And if Mm -hmm. you're focused on God and Mm -hmm. he's love, you won't, you're not going to be punished. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you are going through something and you're asking yourself that question, Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's a consequence of what you did Mm -hmm. um, because actions have consequences good Mm -hmm. and bad yeah but it's not necessarily that god is punishing you yeah so my story of um somebody possibly thinking that they're being punished is jonah i thought you're gonna go the job route no i i thought about that but i was like yeah if you want to read about being quote unquote punished 
Go read Job. I have heard Test multiple it. students lately say that Job is their favorite book of the Bible. It's yeah, well, which is cool. But I'm also like, my Whoa. favorite book of the Bible is like Ephesians, which is like I feel like really uplifting. Yeah. You know, I don't James know. James is mine. Shout out to Max Kirkman. He uh, yeah, Job, Job has changed yes. his life. Yeah, like it's really mm-hmm. awesome to yeah. see. That's cool. Yeah, it's that's awesome. Uh, if you get a, if you ever see him yeah. make sure to grab him and ask him about it yeah, yeah. don't maybe no don't grab him well okay. but you well, can talk yeah. to him he, yeah, yeah he could take you if you that's grabbed true him, like in a fight yeah, yeah. just don't fight him because that's don't fight him anyway then yeah <laughs> then you'll be punished anyways <laughs> jonah. Um, jonah so jonah god tells him to do something and then he does the quite opposite and completely runs from god and I think that relates to some of us because God tells us to do something or it's in his word and it, or it goes against what his heart would want. Mm-hmm. And then we feel horrible about ourselves because we did the complete opposite or we broke what he said. Mm-hmm. And um, then Jonah, he gets swallowed by fish <laughs> and he has to sit in a fish for multiple days. Mm-hmm. And then he gets spit out, and then he goes and does what God asked him. Thing is, I don't think God punished him there. I think God disciplined him and said, you're going to sit in this fish until you change your mind. <laughs> and, then, and then he went and he did it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my example. Yeah, but I w- that's a, definitely a consequence. Like, he was oh, yeah. disobedient to the Lord. And then I think God just has a funny sense of humor. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> you, you know? think... You can get away from me on boat. Guess what? But Watch also, this. like, talk about <laughs> miracles. Because, like, who gets swallowed by a whale and right. survives Gosh. and then still gets to, and then still, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> still gets to, like, go and do yeah. what God mm-hmm. intended for him. Because yeah. God could have just let him drown. <laughs> or and he, he could have just let him die in the fish. That's yeah. true. <laughs> and God also could have had someone else do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, my story is coming from a different perspective on um, kind of like being able to control your emotions and like recognize mm. whether it's God punishing you, something you did, mm. or mm-hmm. something like you couldn't control. Um, yeah. So if you guys know me, I tore my ACL mm. back in October, September of 2022. Mm-hmm. And it like, it, it was not fun. I like I, it was the first time I'd played varsity in a long yeah. time. And it was like the third play I was in, I get the tackle and I go down and my knee mm. pops and I'm just like, Oh, it's okay. I'll just get back up. And I, I couldn't stand on my knee. Yeah. Like it just wouldn't, it w- wouldn't work. So, um, we talked to the trainer. She's pretty sure that the ACL is torn. And this whole time, like in my head, I I'm thinking to myself, like, there are two ways that I can respond to the situation. Like I can either be like super down, like, God, why are you doing this to me? Like, this is my senior year of high school. Like mm-hmm. I only have a couple games left where I can enjoy it. Yeah. And, and my, and my ACL is torn. Like I'm not gonna be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But then the other reaction was the God, how are you going to use this? Not, and not mm-hmm. in like a, uh, yeah. like God, like how are you even going to use this? But like, a, yeah. like God, how are you going to use this yeah. to further your mm-hmm. kingdom? And yeah. that, that's the option that I went with mm-hmm. because I knew that if I went with this option, yeah. it was just going to cause me harm. Mm-hmm. And like, it wasn't going to be a healthy mindset for mm-hmm. me. But when I recognized that like, yeah, this is bad. Like Romans mm-hmm. 828, uh, what, oh, shoot. I just, I know you literally just I, quoted, I literally you quoted just the whole quoted thing it. to me yesterday. Um, 
Wow, imagine not knowing no, no, that. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to think of it. Okay. Uh, all things work together for the benefit of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. There we go. So, Good job. In, in that, like, we see that, first off, God obviously loves you. Like, if he's going to change every single bad thing that happens in our life and work it to the benefit of those who love the Lord and are mm-hmm. called according to his purposes, mm-hmm. which if you don't think you're called, that's a whole other story because mm-hmm. literally the Bible says that you are my witnesses in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. Judea, and Samaria to the ends of the also earth. Also a super great way for the enemy to attack people who are who are Christians. Right. I feel this way a lot. Like I tell myself lies and then I'm like, oh, that's a lie. And this a great way, great strategy from the enemy, but... Take Not every today. Captive right. Yeah. To the anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. So with that mindset, though, going like, okay, so this is a super bad thing that's happening in my life, but God is going to use it for good. I like I couldn't stop smiling mm-hmm. in the car ride to the hospital. <laughs> I like we were listening to worship songs and yeah. like it, it was a song called Reason to Praise. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. I like it like mm-hmm. I it just hit me. I was in such a good place mm-hmm. with my relationship with God that I think that helped me to stay strong and recognize that this isn't him punishing me. This isn't something that I could mm-hmm. control, yeah. but this is something that's going to bless me and bless mm-hmm. his kingdom. And it's going to bless others through the story. And yeah. honestly, I, I still haven't seen it mm-hmm. like come to fruition yet, but I know that it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I know that God is still going to use it for good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Hmm. You haven't seen it come. You don't think you've seen it. Not come that I, not that I recognized. I'm sure somebody could point out a situation where, oh, hey, yeah, that really inspired me. Hmm. But yeah. But you haven't seen the fruit of it yet. Mm. That's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool. That's yeah. a that's a really good. I was gonna say analogy. That's not an analogy. That's a good story. Testimony. Testimony. Yes. Yeah. But and but so going back to, I think a lot of it comes down to the. Um, the heart posture that you come to it with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, absolutely. if you're coming, like, like, yes, Pastor Levi was saying, like, God's heart posture, like, he loves us. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's not punishing us. He's disciplining us. Yeah. But, like, in my in my heart, I knew that this, he obviously wasn't punishing me. Like, mm-hmm. this wasn't something that mm-hmm. I could control. This isn't something that he would do. Um, but, like, when you come to it with a heart, like, God is mm-hmm. going to use this. And, like, yeah. it, it's just, so it's a much better headset. But it's all about... Um, controlling your emotions and mm-hmm. it's yeah we, we they are not in control of us we are in control of them yeah and i think that's another really hard part because people make like you can it's, say god was disciplining you for something mm-hmm. you can choose to turn your back on god and turn your back on the world mm-hmm. and be like yeah god you punished me i didn't like that so mm-hmm. bye i'm gonna go live the world's way now mm-hmm. but it's it's your decisions that got you to where you are. Yeah. Like it's it's consequences of your decisions because mm-hmm. you have the free will. God's not going to yeah. stop you. Mm-hmm. Like that right. that is your choice. Yeah, that's good. And you mm-hmm. made it. Yep. Yeah. So you have to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I think um. I think especially like as teenagers, like your brain isn't fully developed, right. and there's like a lot of like. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just like the way that school is set up, but like you guys are like in school for like eight hours a day and you all have like jobs and then you're all in like 18 activities. And right. I, I legit, I think my life is busy until I listen to one of you guys. And then I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but I think within that, like, when do you have time? <laughs> when do you have time to like process emotions? Um, and because all of that stuff is happening when you're like, you know, in school, um, it like stuff like this could seem really hard, like really trivial, like things just feel trivial during this time of life. They're you're living under your parents' authority still. 
Yep. Not that that ever really goes away, but <laughs> but more so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're yeah. like literally there. The yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think it can just be like a hard time to deal with if you like act out or if you're disobedient mm-hmm. to God, like you know. And then there's a whole nother mm-hmm. thought on top of that is like, what if your parents don't believe? And then you're battling with that as well. There's just like a lot of things going on when you're in school, and that's where the. Uh, Pastor Jesse's sermon about the moment between the moments. That's where that comes really in handy. Mm-hmm. Like that's true. Like you're busy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you have no time. But yep. Do you? Don't you have time? Mm-hmm. Don't you have a when five Pastor, minute car ride home? Yeah. When your Pastor, screen time good. says yes. you have four hours yeah. and forty five right. minutes. Yeah. Your that's screen good. time tells me that you've been on TikTok for twelve hours today yes. yeah. alone. That is so good. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, Pastor Rob was on an episode, uh, accessing peace. I think that's what it's called. Um, and at the end, Connor, Rob, and I were talking about how Jesus's life was super busy. Mm-hmm. And he prioritized time with time God with because God. he knew that he needed that. Because you yep. need it. So whenever we hear anyone and like, yeah. I do this as well. Okay. So like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. Right. I have no, a meeting no, in 20 do. minutes. <laughs> yeah. But I mean it's it's all about like what are you prioritizing like yes. are mm-hmm. you choosing god over your meeting over your friends over tiktok over Fortnite. you know whatever over yourself. yeah yes yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. um but god will bless my Fortnite, right oof. i agree with that i think that what you spend time on or with is what you care about the most yeah how are you supposed to know somebody if you don't spend time with them so how would you know if god is punishing you or not if yeah. you don't wow. know him yeah, how would you know the difference between good. him punishing Boom. him? Boom. Okay. You can't, you don't know if, because you don't know him. The second to last week of December, um, Escher volunteered and he came up and Connor, she had him close his eyes and she was like, okay, follow everything that I say or do. So he closes Ooh, that's his a eyes. illustration. Yeah. He closes his eyes and she, she's in the microphone. Mm-hmm. So it's playing all over the auditorium. Oh, nice. And she says, Escher, follow me over here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So he's following her. But then at some point she says, okay, it's Wednesday. So you're at church. So you can open your eyes because I like, you Mm. know, that's when you're with, you feel Jesus's presence. Okay. So he opens his eyes. It's easier for him to follow Connor because his eyes are open. Because your eyes are on him. Yeah, so then she's like, okay, but now it's Thursday, so close your eyes again and <laughs> follow me men's. over here. And so obviously, yes, obviously he's like way across the auditorium right. than she is. It was a perfect illustration. Like if we want to access Jesus and all of the things that he has for us, if we want, I mean, she's talking specifically about um, he is a good shepherd. Mm. We have to be close to him right. to to know him reminds me of the uh this is completely off topic but the you know that one scene from captain america winter soldier where samuel l jackson takes his eye patch off and says you got to keep both that yeah (laughs) that's funny (laughs) that's good um i might have to throw this in somewhere else i just want to share this quote that connor shared with me uh we were talking we were having a conversation about about this topic we were just prepping for the podcast basically and um, we were talking about the difference between punishing, discipline, um, and consequences. And she shared this quote with me. 
Um, some woman named Elizabeth Elliot. I don't know. Who Go that off. Is. Go off, yeah. Elizabeth. <laughs> you don't know who that is? I don't know who that oh is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Know. Anyway, so she said, <laughs> she said a whole lot of what we call struggling is simply delayed obedience. I think that hit hard for me because yeah. I okay in the year 2023, I felt like God was working on obedience with me. Yeah. And so I was like, oh man. And it was funny because when I was talking to my mentor, like what. Like if I ask God, like, Hey, what do you want to work on? And basically like, what is your word of the year? Right. What is that word going to be? And I told her, I'm afraid to ask God that because I, I think he's going to tell me still working on that same word. Nice. <laughs> wow. So, but like that for me was obedience. Yeah. And so that just like hit extra hard. Cause I was like, cool. Yeah. I needed to hear that. <laughs> well, yeah. I think another common question is like, well, God, why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you speaking to me? Mm. and mm-hmm. or why aren't you telling me to do something like i'm just here i'm waiting mm-hmm. and then god's like dude you still haven't done what i told you to do yeah. last month yeah go mm-hmm. do that and then you yeah. want me to keep talking to you then but yeah his word also talks to you so mm-hmm. can't say you won't yeah um okay so i in life felt like god told me yeah, this is where you need to be. These are the places, the spaces that you should be. And then a whole bunch of things happened and I was like, oh yeah, okay, God is telling me like, yes, you're on the right track. And then something else happened and I felt like I got hit by a bus that day because I was like, cool, that's not what I thought you were telling me. And now I'm like trying to figure out, okay, what does this mean? Am I, is God still working on me in these things? And so he thinks I'm not ready for this like assignment basically. So does that mean that I have to be working on these other things in the meantime? But I remember like having this conversation with God, like, God, you told me to do this and I really want to do this. But then you were like, okay, hold up, just wait, do some of these other things in the meantime. And then I was like, yeah, but I don't want to do those other things. (laughs) And that's like, you know, that was just, that's working on, on obedience. But in my mind, I was like, uh, is God, is God punishing me right now? Like, Mm -hmm. did I do something? Did I make the wrong decisions or did I I do something that he didn't like? And so now he's not letting me have the thing that I want. Um, yeah. So that's like real life. This is happening right now. And you know, like, and I think I like what you said, Jackson, like I could choose to have a negative mindset about this right now which i'm not gonna lie i did and sometimes i still do (laughs) but also like the moments where i spend time with god and i'm reading his word like i find so much peace and positivity coming out of that um than i do when i just sit and like overthink of this situation and like all the things you know Mm -hmm. so like it definitely does speak to like if you want to if you're going to praise God through what you feel like is a hard time, it's going to be a lot easier for you. Yeah. You're not going to feel like God is punishing you in that. You're going to feel like, okay, I'm just like on this journey with God, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I think of it like having horrible things happen to me, but I have Jesus is way better than enjoying my entire life Yeah. and not having Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that, I think yeah. that's through spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Like as you just grow closer to God, you realize more and more that like, okay, I'd rather have him than, yeah. and go through horrible, yeah. awful things. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. And yeah. still have him yeah. rather than, you know, yeah. have my life be perfect and wonderful and great. And then mm-hmm. 
I don't have Jesus. Yeah, that's really good. But yeah, I think of like Paul. Paul's in prison. He can either be like, well, yeah, um, this is horrible. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm done. Yeah. But he actually is like, oh, okay. Well, this is cool. Yeah. All right, God. If I die, well, then that's great. I get to join you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mm-hmm. if well, I this don't, Christ die is gain. If yeah. I don't, then I'm just gonna. I can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah. It's better to yeah. take the better way than the easier way. Um, and like looking back at high school, I like, I wouldn't go to parties. And if I ever did go to a party, I was mm-hmm. there making sure that other people weren't making not smart decisions. I am so glad that I didn't do all of the stuff that everybody else is doing because like, yeah. as I look at where they are now mm-hmm. in college doing yeah. the same things and just yeah. throwing their lives away. I yeah. totally agree with that. Like I am so happy. Yeah. I am not where they are right yes. now. I totally yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Which really does not have to do anything with the main topic that we're talking about. No, but I mean, other than make good decisions, it does. I think people ask the question, "Why is God punishing me?" Out of what some of your friends might be going through, you know, like that's why they ask the question. Mm -hmm. Like you haven't asked yourself that question because I think you like you know the truth about how God feels about you. You are like have parents who have also instilled that in Mm -hmm. you, but also Mm -hmm. like. You read your Bible and you have a close relationship with Jesus and all of those things are the things that protect you yeah. from asking the question, <laughs> why is God punishing me? Because he's not, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Um, I think if you're asking questions um, about God and who he is, I think you need to draw near to him mm. and he'll, yeah. he'll draw near to you. Yeah. And you read his word mm-hmm. and ask him the questions. Yeah. And he'll give them to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that doesn't mean that you ask God a question and he'll answer it right in that moment. Right. Sometimes you got to sit on it and pray, and sometimes you just have to listen to him, which is really hard. Yep. Especially if you're an overthinker. Alrighty, folks. Why do you need a jeweler on New Year's Eve? I don't know. Yeah, why? To ring in the new year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's go. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Love, love you. you. Jinx. <laughs> Can't say jinx under the roof. Thanks for listening and check out the show notes for more information on this podcast. Follow us on social at the wild YTH. Don't forget to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts or subscribe on YouTube. Use this episode as a resource with your friends or family. Hey, also you're wildly awesome.